It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas at Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners for tuning in live today and the ones that will be listening to the podcast recording. I am just so very grateful for each one of our listeners. And I am just more than overly excited today to have my monthly returning diva with me, Beth Lorne Parrish. And she is going to be speaking about build confidence for horse riding. Oh my, is this ever going to be interesting. Beth, could I have you introduce yourself to our listeners today, please? Of course. Thank you so much, Joyce. So my business business is called Inspired Riding, and I'm a certified riding instructor and remote coach, and I encourage all of my students to really slow down, learn how to trust their intuition, listen to their horses, and that way they can have the most beautiful co-creative advances with their horses, whether it's on the ground or riding. Oh, beautiful. Trust your intuition and dance with your horse. I just love that, dance with your horse. That is That just puts it into such a beautiful perspective. <laughs> well, as you talk about where would you like to start with build confidence for riding, what do you think is one of the first things that you would like to share with the listeners that kind of comes maybe to the, not necessarily the top of the list, but to start off on how to build the confidence for riding horse? I would say one of the key things, I was just talking about this in my group last week, is to go as slow as you need to go. And going slowly really just, it depends on each person what that means. It could literally be you're slowing your body down or it could just mean that you're going to decide to hop on your horse and walk for one lap and then hop back off and be okay with that. So the key is to make sure that you're not letting your ego get involved where you're beating yourself up like, oh, I should be at this certain point by now. Just enjoy the moment and appreciate that you have a horse that's willing to let you ride. And then don't be influenced by others who are going to try to push you past your comfort zone. It's good to be pushed a little bit, but only when you're absolutely ready. Very much like what I said in the last podcast about building your confidence. You want to be aware of how you're feeling, how your horse is feeling, and then you can really assess and create a plan. So that way you go as slow as you need to go to build up that confidence in a step-by-step way. So you're not just jumping into the deep end and just trying to flail about and try to keep your head above water because that's not good condition for you or your horse very much. And I actually have a process that I teach people now. I I encourage them when when they think they want to do something and they're ready to move up a level, whether it's just like, okay, now I want to start trotting if they haven't trotted in a long time. 
they get that feeling inside of them where they're like, I'm really ready to do it. I tell them to wait like one or two more sessions or maybe even three more sessions. So by that time, that feeling of wanting to trot, they're like, you know, bored to tears with what they're doing. They just can't wait to do it. And that way you know you're really building up your confidence even more. Plus you're, you're setting yourself up for success instead of trying to push yourself too fast too soon. Oh, yes. What great advice. Just take your time, and I love that. If you feel you're almost ready, then just kind of keep doing what you're doing until you're, you, like you said, you just want to do it so bad, but you've just got to do it. <laughs> and then your confidence has been built so much. Oh, that's, that is great. Yes, definitely, because so many times we keep pushing, 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 and some, do you feel sometimes when they are pushing like that, it can turn into more problems than what it will turn into success? Oh, yeah. Anytime you're pushing yourself or your horse, you're going to bump heads and, and somehow uh, get, get yourself in a frustration mode. You could also get yourself into an accident. So it's just better to be safe and, and slow down and, and, and allow yourself to flow things more, you know. People want things done like now, now, now. But it's like, you know, what if you just like take a moment and breathe and realize you'll get there. It's going to be okay, you know. And then when you get there, then you can appreciate it that much more because you put your time in. I say it's like putting pennies in your horse's savings bank, you know. you got to keep putting those. Keep adding to the bank. So that is great. And then you said to just take time and breathe, that you're saying pause, breathe, and smile. It just came to mind, and I'm like, how perfect. (laughs) Oh, I've got another one. It's not actually an acronym, but it's another way of kind of setting yourself up for success. So when you're thinking about doing something and you are ready and you're about to do it, the thing to do is think of it in your mind first and then breathe down into your heart and check in with your body to make sure it feels good. And if you feel no hesitation in your body and your heart, then you ask your horse's heart and see how they feel about it. So you're going mind, your heart, your horse's heart. So it's like this little three-thing check. And it could take literally like 20 seconds, and you just notice how you feel and how your horse is feeling. And then from there, as long as you have all green lights, one, two, three, then proceed ahead, you know. Um, and the, the nice thing about that is you're also visualizing a little bit of what you want to do. And remember, horses think in pictures. So you're also kind of setting yourself riding into the future slightly. I like to think of, like, visualizing a little bit and imagining I'm just a few strides ahead. So I ride into my future, and and I think about how I want to feel, how I want my horse to feel. And so I'm, like, literally going, okay, I'm stepping into this most confident, flowing self with my horse, and it feels amazing. Oh, oh that is beautiful. I love how you said horses think in pictures. So if you're both, if you're thinking in a picture too of where you want to go and that's how you can create the dance because you're both thinking on the same line and thinking in pictures. That is beautiful. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. And then it forces you to be really clear because if you're at all fuzzy about what you want to do, that creates static. And I don't know any horse that likes static. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and and what's so neat is if you're feeling static, the horse has felt the static before you even started feeling it. So he's going, "What's going on here?" <laughs> exactly. And he might have the best intentions, 
I mean, there are moments where I'll just drop my reins and, and hold the buckle and, and let Pepper just kind of wander about. And then he actually gets a little bit annoyed, like, well, what's the point? What are we doing right now? Can we just, like, mm-hmm. go into the trail? Or maybe I'll just take you back and you can hop off. Like, he, he loves to have an actual purpose. So we're still working on those little moments when I let him take a little breather. I have to let him know, okay, we're going to take 30 seconds of walking down the song side, and I'm going to pick you back up, and we're going to do some transitions. And then he's like, ah, okay, got it. But if I just let him go, he thinks he's done. He's just like, yep, your your mind is shut off. <laughs> I don't have anything, any other input coming from you. So you have to be really clear all the time, and that's going to help build your confidence and confidence in your horse because then your horse is going right. to know you're going to follow through with what you said. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's perfect. So do you kind of feel when you, after you've done your checks, now you talked about kind of doing self-assessment. Can you explain a little bit to our listeners what some of your self-assessments are, like with the horse? I mean, we talked about the physical and the emotional. What are some of the other things maybe tack or something like that what are some of the other things that you are doing assessment on before you even decide to get on your horse well usually i check and see if my horse is um, ready to be ridden where if he's actually volunteering to come up to me come up to the halter come up to the area where uh, we get ready like that's definitely an indication he's ready and feeling good And then I mentioned in the last podcast, I also, after I'm done grooming, of course, grooming, you can definitely tell if they're, um, you know, if they're showing any pain or just showing any extra excitement, Um, you can, you can address that and decide not to ride or or if they're just a little extra excited, maybe you want to hand walk them around to bring back relaxation. And Mm then um, Mm -hmm. with the tack, like, like I said, I take the halter off after I've groomed them and, and then I, show him my saddle pad and make sure he wants to stand there quietly for me to saddle him up because um, if he doesn't want to be ridden he'll just wander off so it's a really yeah. nice way to give him an extra space and then you're building confidence saying okay my, my pony really wants me to ride because he's hanging out from for me to tack him up so that's a really uh-huh. cool way to do this oh, oh that is that is beautiful I love that that is really neat a great way to know if they're wanting to do the same thing you want to do. You want to ride today? Are they willing to ride today too? (laughs) Well, do you always feel that it's best to, when you decide you're going to ride, to kind of have a plan in your mind once you've gone through this? Like, am I going to arena ride today? Am I going to trail ride? Just kind of have a plan put together of what you would like to do? I always do love having some kind of plan, like I'll write down my goals. But then what I do is before I even go outside and bring my equipment out, I tune in with my heart and ask my pony from his heart what he's interested in for the session. And he will give me very clear images. Like some days he'll say, let's do some lateral work. Some days he'll say, let's do my big trot down the long side. And, uh, nope, let's just go on the trail and wander in the woods. And he, he's very clear. A lot of times he says, put out the poles and we want to jump. Like, he loves to jump. <laughs> he, he pulls me towards <laughs> jump. So I have to be ready. <laughs> but um, um, it's really good. But then when you're riding, obviously there was moments where things will come up. They might get distracted or, or something's going on with the footing. or You just never know. So you just have to have those contingencies, contingencies in place 
and be okay if you, your plan changes and just know, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Just be grateful for every moment with them no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. Kind of have a plan in mind with subject to change depending on what's happening. Oh, that's great. Great way to do it. Wow. And I love how you said tune in with your horse even before you even go out to ride. And they they do. They will let you know very clearly what they would like to do. <laughs> now, go ahead. Oh, I said it's really cool. It's It's wonderful to be able to do that. Yes, yes. Well, for listeners that are going, okay, how do I go about doing that? What are some suggestions? How how do they get, um, do, should they find some support virtually or like tell a little bit about maybe just how they can uh, learn a little more about how to connect with their horse before they even go out? Well, I actually have a course about that, but I can give you a really brief synopsis. And principally, you get yourself into a quiet state, and you want to get yourself grounded. So grounded meaning you're fully in your body. A lot of times, if you were to just take your shoes and socks off and walk outside and let let yourself connect to the earth, that's one beautiful way to get grounded. If you're not able to do that, just make sure when when you're sitting or standing, you really just feel your feet on the ground and just feel that connection and, like, send love to the earth and allow the love to come back from the earth to you. And then you can literally put your hands on your thighs and say, I am grounded, I am connected to the earth. And then you just start breathing and release your tension. And if you notice any tension in your body, just invite it to float away as you breathe out. And then the more you can scan your body and notice what's going on with yourself, then the easier and cleaner and clearer you're going to feel to connect with your horse. So a lot of times, like when I've done telepathy, if there's something going on, like if I have a headache or like my neck feels funny and I tune in with my horse, I can't necessarily tell if it's me or the horse because I'll, I'll get physical feelings. Like I'm very much a kinetic learner, and so I'll feel mm-hmm. things and I'll notice like, okay, I get a surge of like this weird feeling in my right hip, and then sure enough, I go out and my pony like needs a little massage on his right hip. So it's really amazing how you can be that connected to their energy field. Um, so I believe we're all you know, connected to the matrix strings of light, and you can just call in the string of light that you want to connect to, which would obviously be your horse, and you breathe into your heart, and then you breathe into your horse's heart, and you imagine them connecting, and then you just simply ask, are you willing to chat with me? And then you have to be open to what comes up. You might get images, you might get words, you might get feelings, you might get smells. Um, and it's just however you receive, everyone has their own superpowers. So the mm-hmm. the course I have is called Believe in Your Magic, and it teaches you this more in depth and, and has worksheets and such. And then there's also bonus content with my other friend who's another animal communicator, and she created this gorgeous, gorgeous um, series of lessons through what she calls the animal board. And so she has um, animals that she connects with, and they help teach humans how to connect as well. It's it's been it's phenomenal. So if anyone's interested they can reach out to me and I can give them that information. But the Believe in Your Magic not only has the telepathy part, but it also has building your confidence and, you know, learning how to face your fears and then learning how to use more different types of meditations that I created to help you feel like the most empowered rider you can be. Oh wow. Oh that is that is a very good way. Um, that gave 
a very brief description but very thorough description of how to become grounded and to tune in to what you are feeling which can tune in to how your horse is feeling. And I love how you said if you get a pain in like your right hip, maybe your horse is probably coming from your horse, but they've got a little bit of a pain there that needs a little massaging. Oh, how beautiful. That is great. Well, you said you have a class. I'm just going to ask real quick, how can listeners get connected with you in the best way if they're going, I want to learn that class. I want to learn more about this. What is the best way for them to connect into you? The easiest way is to go on my website, inspiredriding.com, and then we'll see in the menu Mm -hmm. section, or actually just the front page, they'll see the different courses. I have a Face Your Fears course, the Believe in Your Magic course, and then... I have a companion journal that you can physically get sent to your home and also the meditations. And then coming up next month, my my app is coming out, my mobile app. It will be available on both iPhones and Android, so I'm so excited about that. That's going to be a way to do a self-assessment quiz. So you'll actually check in with yourself and your horse, and you'll fill in the answers. And once you have, you'll get a little video as a result to give you some ideas of what to focus on. The app is called the Focus app. And then I'll have new meditations I created just for the app. So there will be 26 different uh, meditations just for equestrians, all different topics. And uh, some of them are about facing your fears. There's even one about uh, kind of rewriting the script and giving yourself confidence if your horse tends to spook and, and helps you recover from a spook. So I wanted to get really practical. I asked all of my um, group members in the Inspired Riders group, you know, what they'd want. And I just created all these meditations. And they're they're all short and sweet, and they're all guided. So if you've never done a meditation, you don't have to worry. You just sit and breathe and listen to what I tell you, and you'll have a blast because you'll, you'll feel yourself making changes and gaining confidence little by little every time you listen. Oh, goodness. And that app will be coming out, you said, next month. Next month. Yes, yes. So many exciting things are happening this year. (laughs) Oh, my. That is super exciting. Oh, wow. Well, we will definitely talk about that some more next month so you can give all the details and where everybody can find that app because that sounds fantastic. I love listening. You'll be able to listen to the guided meditations and have different ones. And Oh, goodness, that is incredible because I kind of am hearing that you feel the guided meditations are very important in building the confidence for riding your horse. Is this correct? Yes. And that was going to be my next thing, and I went off on a tangent because of the course. <laughs> but, yes, if, if you were to take, like, I'm not kidding, two minutes a day or even less, like, if you just don't have time, if you just sit down for 30 seconds and imagine your most amazing feeling ride ever and let it just take over your entire body and then be grateful for that, you're going to see a huge difference in your riding because your mind does not know the difference between real or imagined. So if you just keep practicing in your mind, you're going to get back on your horse in the most real and comfortable ways. It's it's going to be this feeling of, oh, yeah, I've already done this in my mind, so it's not that big a deal once I'm actually on the horse. So it's the mm-hmm. easiest way to practice. <laughs> 
but people really, really forget to do it. So I'm here to remind you, it's, it's really impactful. And and you have to be very aware. The more clear you get with your visualization, the better. Mm-hmm. So I remember I was being peppered two jumps in a row, and I and I kept visualizing it, but I didn't visualize the part right after. Like, I didn't see myself, like, cantering after and, like, feeling really smooth and proud of him. I was just focused on the two jumps, like, get over the two jumps and be fine. And sure enough, when I rode him, got over the two jumps just fine, and then he did this little Yahoo jumpy weird thing, and, and I kind of went, whoa. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I better smooth that out of my visualization, you know. <laughs> That's the technique. <laughs> jumpy Wahoo. <laughs> Oh, well, that is good. <laughs> oh, how cute, because you had only visualized the two jumps, so that's what he did. <laughs> yes, so that's a little cautionary tale. Make sure you, you visualize the whole clear the whole thing clearly. <laughs> that would be really good for everyone. Oh, that is great. Well, and like you said, it only takes a few minutes. And I loved how it goes back to being gratitude, going back into a gratitude kind of emotion that you're thankful. You're thankful you have this horse. You're thankful for that great ride. And then it just builds. I can just see and feel how that builds the confidence back in a person. Oh, that that was incredible. I love that. (laughs) Yes, thank you. That's where it's at. And anytime in a low position, just remind yourself, hey, I'm alive. Oh, I'm grateful that there's air right now, that there's water, that I have food. You know, like you just get yourself into that upward spiral by, like, just noticing everything you appreciate. And that's that's what I call the appreciation avalanche. And the appreciation avalanche just gets you, like, in this gorgeous state. And that's one of my meditations as well. But you just keep focusing on all the amazing things in your life and that you get to tread this earth. And it's just such a blessing. Oh, oh, that was beautifully said, and I love that called appreciation avalanche because isn't things to be grateful for? It is like an avalanche, and when you stop and think about them, it is. They're all hitting you going, wow, why didn't I see this earlier? (laughs) Absolutely. That That is awesome. That is really a neat idea. So um, do you feel, too, as, like you said, being grateful and thankful for the amazing rides. And do you kind of put them maybe as bookmarks then to help you to know what you have accomplished and then how you move on from there? Yeah, so the concept of bookmarks for for my students, they've learned that when you have a really great ride, when you have a really great feeling in general, you want to cultivate that feeling so it'll help build your confidence. So let's say you want to call in the feeling of being present, being confident, being, mm-hmm. you know, the best listener possible for your horse, whatever it is you want. You you call that in before you even go play with your horse. So you can do that in your house or, or in your barn and just imagine the feeling of being in that state. So be in the most confident state ever. And it could be something that maybe not has to do with horses. Like maybe you won like a tennis competition and you felt like blissed out. Like that was the best feeling ever. Like whatever it is, like pull all of those things into your essence and just let it fill you up. 
And then once you have that and you're like practically buzzing, like, oh, my gosh, this feels awesome, then what you do is you create a bookmark within your body. So you can do a tactile bookmark or you can literally just like rub your fingertips together or you can um, just like tilt your head back slightly or you can just sigh and just know that that's your bookmark within your body. And then you can also use one like a mantra or a saying like I am powerful or we've got this. So you can just use your voice and then you can also use your uh, visual and like every time you see your horse's ears, you can decide that that feeling is going to come bubbling back up. Or for me, I touch my pony's mane, and that, that's one of mine, and that helps me get into my what I call the fun and focused state, you know. So I touch my pony's mane, and then I'm like, yeah, man, this is great. <laughs> I just get real excited. And so if he does anything weird, it was like a, a half crow hop, I'm like, oh, no, we're just having fun, no big deal. Like it doesn't phase me anymore. So it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wow. So that is that is what's neat because you also have visual bookmarks and you have actual, like you said, touching the mane and you just have created all kinds of bookmarks in all kinds of different ways, filling them in yourself. And, oh, that that is a great way to have bookmarks. There's multiple ones then in that way rather than just maybe writing in the bookmarks down and going, Okay, what do I write down in the house now? What was I supposed to have as a bookmark? <laughs> right, and you just keep it really simple so you can remind yourself, and it really helps. Mm-hmm. I do the one where I just rub my fingertips together, and that helps me come back into my body and helps me breathe. Because if I'm out and about and I'm around a lot of people, I get a little bit of anxiety, and so I just rub my fingertips together. I go, nope, I'm safe, I'm in my body, I'm cool, you know, things like that. And so I'll just do that even without horses. So that helps a lot. Exactly. That's just what I was going to say. I was going to say that will help in all kinds of situations, not just with riding horse. (laughs) Oh, Beth, this interview has just been incredible. You have just given so much great information. As, As we start to close, what is a tip that you would like to leave with our listeners today about uh, building confidence for riding your horse? I would say whenever the what-ifs start to pop in your mind, like what if this bad thing happens? What if this happens? What if that happens? Mm -hmm. The first thing you need to do is just breathe and really assess, like, am I on a safe horse? Is my body feeling ready to ride? If yes, then you can... Imagine you have a magic wand in your mind that says ridiculous and you change those what ifs that are negative to something proactive and positive. Like what if this ends up being the best canter transition in my life, you know, and then just focus on what it is you want to do and then you start to go from being a little bit nervous to then putting on your trainer hat. Like, hey, what if we just did this beautiful lateral movement instead? Like just start to get proactive and focus on the things that actually – will help you and your horse instead of the things that are holding you mm-hmm. back. Without doubt, if there's something that's really coming up that you feel like you just can't handle and there is a valid reason, then by all means, hop off. I mean, that there's no nothing wrong with that. So that's the other idea of going back to going slow. So, nice. you know, be mm-hmm. able to switch, switch the thoughts in your mind quicker, and that will help you enjoy your ride more. But if you can't do that, then it's okay to hop off too. 
great tips. Those are absolutely great tips. And then I have been hearing that uh, coming up in the coming year, you have done some videos for, is it called Art of the Horseman? And we would like to congratulate you on that also. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm so honored. I was actually, someone talked about me through their group. And so then the woman who created it reached out to me and asked if I would like to be a part of it. And I was really floored. I'm like, I would love to. So I literally just created the videos this past couple of weeks and I sent them in. And so they'll be available at the top of the year within their whole virtual event. And it's it's among a lot of other amazing um, trainers and, and instructors. So I just feel so happy and blessed to be a part of it. And I've created three videos. One is enjoying tips to connect with your horse before, during, and after a session. Obviously, a lot of what mm-hmm. we're talking about. And then the second video right. is all about building confidence. There's a whole series on it. So uh, you get to learn all sorts of techniques that I do to help face your fears and build your confidence for riding. And then my third mm-hmm. one is actually quite unique. I'm I'm featuring parts of my virtual clinic that we did. So you'll get to learn how remote lessons can truly help your riding. Oh, Beth. Oh, that is so exciting. Oh, and that is called Art of the Horseman and will be released in 2022 at the beginning of the year. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, a big, big congratulations. That is fantastic. I love Thank it. You. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> Oh, you have every reason to be, definitely. Well, and Beth, I want to thank you again for being my guest on Robust Lifestyles and sharing all this absolutely incredible, valuable information with our listeners today. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for asking such fun questions. Oh, you are so welcome. You have an absolutely fantastic day, Beth. (laughs) Thanks, Joyce, and may the horse be with you always. Oh, thanks. How beautiful. I love that. (laughs) And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening for this absolutely amazing, incredible interview with our diva, monthly diva, Beth Lauren Parrish. And please tune in next month on the third Monday at 10 o'clock Central Time to hear her share more information. And be sure to share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the hosts and their shows on DivasThatCare.com. Have an absolutely fantastic day. Remember, be kind to all. Give your animals that great big extra hug and share all your love with them. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on DivasThatCare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.